Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. You know, Curtis is coming on. This is his music. I just got this text. I always thought millions of people around the world were celebrating my birthday today on May 5th. Then I found out it was Cinco de Mayo. And we've got a couple of good guests stopping by for that. John Katzmatidis, the man himself, coming up at 725 from Goya. Bobby Beans coming up at 825. And the chef, my good buddy, the chef, uh, Diego, he cooking up something, some uh, really good. Fernando, I'm sorry, Fernando. Fernando, he'll be here at 925. So we're, we're celebrating that. But it happens to be Joseph Abu's birthday today. Happy birthday right. to the greatest men's fashion designer ever. And one of the loveliest, if not the loveliest, human being I ever met, my dear friend, Joe Abu. Happy birthday. So uh, last night I happened to catch Curtis on Sean Hannity going up on AOC, and the in-studio crowd loved it. Curtis is on this show three days a week because he's great. Whether he's hosting 12 to 1 weekdays or all weekend long, he's an icon, he's a legend, he's Mr. Guardian Angel. And if anybody, anybody could appreciate what this Marine did, because basically that's what Curtis has done, excluding killing people, for the last 40 years protecting New Yorker, it is my next guest the great Curtis Sliwa. Good morning, Curtis. Oh, good morning. And I noticed Lou is getting into that uh, disco groove, which normally he <laughs> hates. Thank you, Lou. <laughs> it's Disco Friday here at WABC. Well, and again, he, he still hates it, but he does it for you because well, he loves you. Let's okay. hand out the Conar Rosa Bichuel. It's the beans and rice because today is Cinco de Mayo celebration here at WABC. But <laughs> yeah. you're right. Finally, it took one person to say, who's the expert on the subways? Because everybody else is weighing in on this. And my friend, Sean Hannity, who actually rode the trains with me early on in his career, he pumped into me and said, i got to have Curtis on. Because I put guys into headlocks, half Nelsons, full Nelsons, arm locks, leg locks, to restrain them because I don't have handcuffs. And when you have to restrain somebody who's emotionally disturbed or having a psychotic episode or trying to commit a crime, 
you gotta you gotta use some pain compliance. Of course. Doesn't just stop. You gotta understand this person has no control of his mental or physical faculties. And if you notice, there were two other guys assisting him that he didn't know. They didn't know him. One of those guys, it is worth pointing out, the other two guys assisting him, one of those guys was black. Because let's not kid ourselves, this has turned out to be white versus black. This is George Floyd, Eric Garner, all these guys all over the game. By the way, in every one of these cases, the guy that died, God rest his soul, was not a good guy, not a sympathetic figure, Jordan Neely. No different. Yeah, but you see, it doesn't make a difference. If it had been black on black or white on white, nobody would be paying attention. You're right. This has the ingredients where all the racial racketeers jump on board, led by AOC, all our crazy Alexandria Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. By the way, they made me do it twice last night. on on I I played the clip in the first segment this morning. Sean made you do it twice because, I know you know this, the in-studio crowd loved it. They went nuts. Where did Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, All Out Crazy, go to school? Boston University. Maybe she said, oh, I was there with O'Reilly and Stern. (laughs) But anyway, she threw gasoline on the fire. Now they're calling it a modern-day lynching, uh, you know, vigilantism. Remember, they made the documentary on me called Vigilante. So if there's anybody who knows about it, first of all, this is a Marine. You give him the benefit of the doubt. He served our country to preserve your right. To call it a modern-day lynching, to call it a murder. This is the second time in just a few months where we disrespected a Marine in this country. The other one being we made a horrible trade with the Russians, brought home a WNBA basketball player named Brittany Griner, who strutting her stuff at the Met Gala three nights ago, while the Marine is left to rot in a Russian prison. So clearly this country no longer respects almost most important people, the Marines. And also, what do you want us to do when we're faced with a situation, you're in an enclosed uh, space, the doors are closed in the subway. Many people run, right? Fear and fright. They run. Or they pull out their cell phone and they film. This guy actually got involved, restrained it. Took the cops 15 minutes to get there. Why? Because the cops are slackers. No, we don't have enough cops. And we've been talking about the mental health issues in the subways Going back to Bill de Blasio and Charlene, who stole $1.5 billion in this fake, phony, fraudulent, fugazi program called Thrive that was supposed to deal with the emotionally disturbed. So when Brad Lander, all of a sudden, who doesn't ride the subways, he has a tax-provided SUV with police-armed escorts, suddenly starts calling him a vigilante, white supremacist, excuse me, Why don't you open up an investigation? You have subpoena power into your very dear friends, de Blasio and Charlene, who stole one and a half billion dollars that was supposed to help these poor souls out there. Brad Lander is the controller here in New York City. He's another liberal Democrat pussy who I would like to punch across the face. That's how much I despise him. And if I say this and it gets me into trouble, I don't care. I'd love to punch Brad Lander across the face. And he goes, wait a second. He killed this poor guy. While he was having a mental health crisis. Wait, I would say to you, Curtis, and I said this earlier, when a kid walks into a school with a gun and starts murdering innocent little children in a classroom, isn't that shooter going through a quote-unquote mental health crisis? Of course. Now, this guy didn't have a gun, Jordan Neely, but who cares what he's going through when innocent people are put in danger? And also, remember, if this is accurate, and we'll find Remember the other thing nobody's talking about. Alvin Bragg cut him loose. You understand that? They had the guy in custody. 
The ADA, after analyzing the results, you know he kicked this up to Alvin Bray. Uh, you know, boss, we got a really bad one here, white guy choking out a black guy. Cut him loose. There was no evidence. But I'll bet you George Soros picks up the phone and <laughs> says, Alvin Bragg, you know, I gave you a million dollars. Not to be cutting loose white <laughs> Marines said that last who night. choke out a black guy. Come on, guy. <laughs> and now they're reviewing the situation. Excuse me. All right. So you're reviewing the situation. But you initially made a decision. People have to understand this. Alvin Bragg made the decision initially not to have him arrested, not the police department. Just like Alvin Bragg made the decision initially not to charge Trump. But then, and I don't like Alvin Bragg, I hate him, but the truth is he wasn't going to do it. Exactly. And then he got a, a, an undue amount of pressure from people around him, and the same thing is going to happen now. Hochul's already calling this guy a murderer. So Bragg, for as lousy as he is, sometimes he makes the right initial decision but he's also such a P-word like Lander that he caves in of to course. his people. The red phone rings. Hey, it's George Soros here in the Hamptons. What the hell are you doing? By the way, Hochul, I call it Kathy Crime Wave Hochul. She's in charge of the MTA, the money-taking agency, the subways. She's not providing security or mental health. Remember how they're always told, oh, we're going to have mental health experts yeah, yeah, yeah. down in yeah. Every day I'm in the subway, homeless, emotionally disturbed. A lot. And yet every day buses come into the Port Authority. Which hotel would you like to go to, senor? Oh, I'd like that Holiday Inn down on Rector Street <laughs> where I have a view of the Manhattan Arbor and the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I mean, they get to go to hotels. I know. Are homeless and emotionally disturbed. They get to ride the subways and live in the subways. This is the only time in my life where I'm actually sympathetic to the homeless. Because I'm not like you. I'm not out there feeding these people. I do drop off knapsacks Christmas, and I do have some rock money. But I'm not like you. But in this case, they're still our people. These other folks are not. I am actually well, sympathetic. Look, you look on my Twitter. Yesterday I was in Astoria, the home of AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Ditmarsh, last stop, NW train. There's this small, diminutive, homeless, emotionally disturbed woman there every day. I said, have you ever seen AOC? Because she she's lucid in that regard. Have you ever seen Caban, her mini-me? No, 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 no. So I took care of her a little bit. But what can a person do without the city and the state true. doing yeah. their fiduciary responsibilities and taking care of these people? That's what Jesse Waters, who will be joining again next Friday, was reeling about last night. This falls on the city for not helping a guy like Jordan Neely. And you can blame whoever you want, and you're right, and Jesse's right. All I know is I'm on the subway. I see some guy freaking out. I want somebody to stop that guy. Remember, the subway is run by the state. Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, when all of a sudden she was losing the Congressman Zeldin, she found money for overtime <laughs> to flood the system with the NYPD so to stem the loss of votes. So all of a sudden she could find overtime money for that, but not to deal with the mentally disturbed, not to deal with the homeless that are everywhere in the subway. Come on, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, why don't you ride a subway? Yeah, you probably need an MTA map to get around <laughs> with your 20 state troopers there armed to protect you. Curtis Sliwa, who, again, you should go back and watch it, was amazing with Sean Hannity on Fox News last night, but even better with me this morning. Only about three minutes to go because yes. the big boy, Sean Katsimatidis, is going to join us and kind of open the Cinco de Mayo celebration. But I've already received a text this morning from Bo Deedle, and he asked about Frank Morano. Bo yesterday uh, contends that years ago when Bo was running for mayor, that Frank Morano recorded him and gave the actual recording to the New York Post. If that's true. All true. 
Ultra. You're 100% sure. I want to vote before the commission, Sid Rosenberg. I want the five people who voted to possibly permanently expel me. It wasn't just suspension. I had already been suspended for two weeks. That's true. That was permanent expulsion, and I only won by one vote <laughs> because Bold said, hey, look, you know, you never go against the family. We've had our battles over the years. Well, which, I voted for you, too. Yes, you did. Yes. You did. But, hey, it was a close vote. Huh? Yeah, very Not close. Lou, that's no, for Lou sure. Hates you. Lou hates you. Yes. And I told Lou you, hates you like Ron Kuby hates you. You can't have no laden. <laughs> Because, you know, he's he's a vote for sale. You know, man, he's a Judas. So, yeah, I'm wondering who Mickey Featherstone will vote for, Petey King, right? So you got you, you're, you're Maya Lansky, you got uh, Justin Ellick, he's Bugsy Siegel. Of course, there's Bo, who's Tommy Lucchese in uh, Harlem Godfather. Great, he plays a great role there. And then, of course, you got that other that other vote, right? That's Lou. Who's little Nick, Nick Carrazzo. Oh, Nick Carrazzo. The guy who paid off the guys who tried to kill me. I know exactly who he is. He could be Frankie for that matter. Exactly. So I want to vote in the commission. I want to vote in the commission. You want to vote. And right. how, how stupid does your friend Arthur I. Dallas sound, sound now when he said the other day, oh, things are so much better in the subway. Well, I play that cut over and over. I know over. you do. Like what a times. schmuck. What a stunat. Well, Morano's putting together a dream team of attorneys led by your former partner, Ron Kuby, who told me yesterday he'll never come on this stage. Again, he hates everybody except for me. Uh, and also Alan Dershowitz and Idala. But you made the point last night because Idala filled in, volunteered to fill in for Joe Piscopo, oh, who's not my competition. I don't have any competition. Look, you said that he should be suspended, look, too. Joan Rivers was the choice to Johnny Carson to substitute for him, and she was on more than any other guest. And then she became a traditor, just like Arthur Idala crossed over the Rubicon. Remember, I have my own talk show competing with Johnny on Fox. She crashed and burned, and Johnny Carson said, a pox on you, Joan Rivers. You must do the same to Artie Idala. Imagine over there, if all of a sudden something happened to Joe Piscopo, right? And they say, hey, Artie, you want to do mornings? With pleasure. I'm going to beat Sid. I'm going to beat him just like I beat him at Poly Prep Day School. By the way, real quick, we got to give the picks in uh, tomorrow's t- oh, Kentucky yes. Derby. We're going to have uh, Dick Girardi, who's been calling the Kentucky Derby, the Belmont, and the Preakness for 40 years. Join us live at 925 this morning. My main man, Vinny Viola, he's got the favorite tomorrow. Forte drawing out of the 15th position. But here are Curtis Lewis' picks for the Kentucky Derby. Now, Tappet Trice, uh, the gray horse, uh, he's uh, a late runner. Five to one, he's the five horse. Forte second. Then Kings Barnes, he's the six horse, going off 11 to one for third. And Angel of Empire, he's going off six to one. He's the 14th horse. And let me tell you, you're going for so the long shot. So you want me to box? You want me to box? Like no, a no, 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 box? Exact, no exact the boxes. No box right, left, and every which way. <laughs> and your long shot on the rail, number one, hit show at 30 to one. It won't be like Rich Strike last year, 80 to one. That hillbilly horse with the hillbilly owners came out of nowhere and then bit the outrider and the horse at the end. The outrider had to punch him out. He wouldn't stop. Where's Rich Strike now? Is he pulling a plow in the fields of Ohio as they harvest corn? What happened to those hillbillies? You know they juiced up Rich Strike. I want a test from a year. They just removed the trainer with two horses, right, because he was juicing them up. Four horses unexpectedly died. I want a complete lockdown and investigation. This is a shunder. This is a disgrace. Oh, no.